Speaking. Labern. Labern. Speaking. Sprechen. Plaudern. Plaudern. Speaking of. Berlin. Hi and welcome to Speaking of Berlin, a podcast that introduces you to the city we call home while helping you learn German along the way. Berlin is a city full of stories, and today we're going to hear another one. In German, of course. My name's Ted, and I'm an editor here at Babbel. In this podcast, I'll be your virtual tour guide, giving you an insider's view of Berlin. To make sure you don't get lost, I'll be here to explain important words or to give you some context to the story. While this is a language learning podcast, it's also an enjoyable way to get to know Berlin, with no traveling required. Don't forget that you can read along while you listen. Just go to babbel.com slash podcasts to find the full text to today's story. And finally, try to listen to the story a few times. It's the best way to train your ear. Today, Daniel is going to tell us about his first vacation in Western Europe. Daniel grew up in East Berlin during the Cold War. For most of his childhood, he and his family could only travel within the borders of East Germany or to other Eastern Bloc countries. But in 1990, that finally changed. Es war Sommer 1990. Ich habe damals mit meiner Familie in Ostberlin gewohnt. Seit einem halben Jahr war die Mauer offen und wir konnten endlich ans Reisen denken. Also hat meine Familie angefangen, unseren ersten Urlaub im goldenen Westen zu planen. Doch es war nicht so leicht, wie gedacht. Die Grenzen waren offen, aber die DDR war immer noch ein eigener Staat. Und leider war unser Geld, die Ostmark, nicht viel wert außerhalb der DDR. Das hat unsere Urlaubspläne schwierig gemacht, aber nicht unmöglich. On November 9, 1989, the Berlin Wall fell. It had separated East and West Berlin for nearly 30 years, and with its fall, Daniels family could finally think about traveling. Wir konnten endlich ans Reisen denken. Even though the wall had fallen, the borders had opened, and travel was possible again, Germany was still divided until October 1990. There was the FRG, or Federal Republic of Germany, in the West, and the GDR, or German Democratic Republic, in the East. You've probably noticed, but Daniel doesn't say GDR. He says DDR which stands for Deutsche Demokratische Republik, the German name for the former country. Because the GDR was still its own state, it had its own currency, the Ostmark, which wasn't worth much outside East Germany. This would make planning a vacation to the Golden West, or Urlaub im Goldenen Westen, pretty difficult. Innerhalb der DDR funktionierte es gut mit dem Geld. Alles war sehr billig. Für nur 20 Pfennig, heute ca. 10 Cent, konntest du mit dem Bus fahren. Und für nur 5 Pfennig konntest du ein Brötchen kaufen. Auch die Wohnungen waren sehr günstig. Dafür waren aber die Löhne 
niedrig. Ganz anders im Westen. Da waren die Löhne hoch, aber alles war viel teurer. Auch die Preise für Hotels und Restaurants waren viel höher. Eine ganze Woche Urlaub im Westen? Für uns unmöglich. Aber meine Eltern hatten eine tolle Idee. In comparison to the West, everything in the East was super cheap. As Daniel explains, für nur 20 Pfennig konntest du mit dem Bus fahren. You could ride the bus for only 20 pennies, which is about 10 cents today. Believe me, it's definitely not that cheap now. But because everything was so cheap, the wages, or Löhne, were also much, much lower than in the West. For a family from East Germany, paying for hotels and restaurants in the West was out of the question. So how would they afford a whole week's vacation in the West? Eine ganze Woche Urlaub im Westen. I'm curious to hear what great idea, tolle Idee, Daniels parents came up with. Meine Eltern haben von einer Möglichkeit gehört, Wohnungen mit anderen Familien aus dem Ausland zu tauschen. Aber wie? Damals gab es das Internet noch nicht und du konntest nicht mit einem einfachen Klick ein Hotelzimmer reservieren. Dafür gab es aber Kataloge, in denen konntest du einfach alles finden. Kleidung, Küchengeräte, Werkzeuge und in einem gab es sogar Wohnungen. Meine Eltern haben dann eine Familie aus Dänemark gefunden, die ihren Urlaub in Ostberlin verbringen wollte. Das war nicht ungewöhnlich, denn viele Menschen wollten nach dem Fall der Mauer Ostberlin besuchen. Zum Tausch hat uns die dänische Familie sogar ihr Ferienhaus angeboten. Nun stand unserem Urlaub nichts mehr im Wege und wir konnten endlich ins Ausland fahren. Huh. So they decided to swap apartments with a family from abroad, aus dem Ausland. That is eine tolle Idee. But how did that work before the internet? Well, you see, there were these catalogs, kataloge, where you could find just about everything. Kleidung, clothing, Küchengeräte, kitchen appliances, Werkzeuge, tools, and even apartments. So basically, you would find what you wanted in one of these catalogs and then call the number to order it over the phone. Daniel's parents were lucky enough to find a family from Denmark who wanted to spend their vacation in East Berlin. This actually wasn't so uncommon at the time as a lot of Westerners wanted to travel to Berlin after the fall of the wall. The Danish family offered up their vacation house, or Ferienhaus, in exchange. As Daniel said, Nun stand unserem Urlaub nichts mehr im Wege. Now, nothing stood in the way of our vacation. Wir haben unseren Wartburg, ein typisches DDR-Auto, vollgepackt und sind losgefahren. 
das war sehr aufregend, so ohne Probleme über die Grenze fahren zu können. Ich kann mich noch daran erinnern, wie glücklich und erleichtert meine Eltern waren. Nach einer langen Fahrt sind wir dann endlich angekommen. Das Haus war toll und ganz nah am Meer. Es gab genug Platz für uns alle und vor allem eine große Küche. Für uns war das ziemlich wichtig, denn um Geld zu sparen, mussten wir zu Hause kochen. Und wir konnten kein Geld für Essen in einem Restaurant oder in einem teuren Supermarkt ausgeben. Also haben wir alle Lebensmittel aus Ostberlin mitgebracht, damit wir dort nichts kaufen mussten. Sogar unseren Muckefuck. Ah, they had a Wartburg. It was really something if your family had a car in the GDR, considering that you might sit on a waiting list for up to 15 years before finally getting one. When Daniel and his family arrived at the vacation house near the sea in Denmark, they were glad to see that there was a big kitchen. Daniel tells us that in order to save money, they had to cook at home. Their Ostmarks wouldn't have been worth enough to buy groceries or Lebensmittel in Denmark. So they bought everything in the east and brought it with. They even brought their Muckefuck. Now, I know what you're thinking, but no, we don't have to bleep that word out. Muckefuck was a coffee substitute made of malt sold in East Germany. And the rather interesting name probably comes from the French Muckefuck, which means fake mocha. Even the kids could drink it because it didn't have any caffeine. As a coffee addict myself, I find that last fact a bit troubling. Anyway, Let's hear how the vacation went. Am Ende haben wir eine Woche in Dänemark verbracht und haben keine einzige dänische Krone ausgegeben. Nicht mal ein Eis haben wir gekauft. Denn eine Kugel hat so viel wie 15 Kugeln in der besten Eisdiele Ostberlins gekostet. Trotzdem war der Urlaub sehr schön. Wir sind zum Beispiel am Strand spazieren gegangen, wir haben Muscheln gesammelt und uns ein paar Städte in Dänemark angeschaut. Ein Glas, gefüllt mit Sand vom Strand, habe ich noch heute. Und gerne denke ich zurück an diesen besonderen ersten Urlaub im Westen. One week in Denmark and not a single Danish Krone spent. Impressive. It's a bit sad that they didn't get to eat any ice cream, but I guess when we know that one scoop in Denmark would have cost as much as 15 scoops from the best ice cream shop in East Berlin, it makes sense. All in all, it sounds like Daniel enjoyed the vacation. They went for walks on the beach, collected mussels, and visited a few cities in Denmark. 
And just to prove that money doesn't always buy the best vacation, Daniel kept a glass full of sand, ein Glas gefüllt mit Sand, from the beach, which he still has. Sometimes he takes it down and thinks back fondly on his first special vacation to the Golden West. That's it for this week's episode of Speaking of Berlin. Just a quick language note before I sign off. Today's story contained three different Modalverben im Präteritum, or modal verbs in the past tense. Können, which means can, wollen, which means want, and müssen, which means have to. In the past, these look like this. Ich könnte, I could, sie wollten, they wanted, and wir mussten. We had to. Why don't you go ahead and listen to the episode again, using the monolingual version if you're up for a challenge, and see if you can find the pattern for the endings of modal verbs in the past tense. If you want to roll your sleeves up and really dig into this topic, you can find more about it in the grammar section on the Babbel app. And finally, we'd love to hear what you think of the podcast. Send us an email at podcasting at babbel.com or write a review in your podcast app. I hope you had fun listening to Daniel's story and see you next time.